Welcome to the PVYA Orthodox Youth Podcast. My name is Henri Sorel, and I'm here to discuss uh, living the Orthodox life in college. Uh, would you please introduce yourselves? My name is Anya. I'm currently a high school senior. My name is Alina. I'm also currently a high school senior. All right, great. So uh, I assume you are both uh, actively uh, searching for possible universities to attend at this moment. Is that correct? Yes, uh, I have currently applied to around 30 universities and I'm waiting for decisions from them. So. I see. Um, I currently take college classes already through like a mix of a college high school program. So I haven't been really looking into colleges, but I'm already in that environment. So I have an idea of what that's like. Okay. Okay. That's, that's uh, always good to have a uh... So obviously, when you're picking out full-time universities to go through, uh, to go to, everyone's always looking at okay, you know what, uh, student ratios to faculty ratios, uh, who offers the course material I want, what's the city like. One thing I'm just curious in, uh, in your college searches, did either of you ever consider, oh, what's the church life like there? Like, is there a parish nearby? What jurisdiction is that parish? You know, questions like that. I actually did. Um, my parish priest actually recommended to me a bunch of universities just based on um, different churches that were nearby, like, for example, the University of Chicago, um, because they have a really good um, Orthodox community. But just I've been talking to a lot of people that I know that even if there were universities that um, did not have a church like nearby, that there was like uh, you know, some kind of a network or something. Well, since I haven't really been looking into colleges, I've I've always just had like a good church community in general around me. And um, I, I've talked to like many people who have applied to colleges to like what their strategy was into looking into like good church communities. So I kind of been trying to think about that and like to kind of go off of it. I see. Of course, it's always a good idea. It sounds like you, you especially, Ani, since you're actively searching right now, you've already begun to engage with the, the college Orthodox community, so to speak, even before attending, which is a very great way of preempting that, since I'm sure that's a problem many college students face. Yeah, um, just talking to people that I know who are already in university and like Alina said, like what their strategy was and stuff like that, going off of other people with similar situations. Yeah. All right. I'm glad to hear. Uh, do you, either of you have any uh, particular subjects you wanted to discuss on uh, college life or preparing for college life and orthodoxy? Um, one of the biggest like points I feel like from transitioning into high school to college is just like viewing all the opposing like views in college, like all like liberal aspects from people. I mean, I've been surrounded by that my entire high school experience because I go to a pretty liberal school. So I was just, it's just, it's just interesting to like view school in that way and then like church in a different way. Um, so that's hard to like kind of block out sometimes for many people. Yeah, I'm sure many people uh, have similar difficulties. Anya, do you experience anything like that? Well, I've kind of always taken it as that seeing those opposing views and everything and really learning how to talk to people who have completely different outlooks and how to become educated on why they have that opinion actually helps in conversation. I feel like that just prepares you for the future, you know, so I don't really see it as a minus just because um, it really does help you for in the future because that's always going to be around, you know, there's always people who have different 
outlooks and yeah, everything. Yeah, that, that is very true. One way or the other, everyone who is an Orthodox Christian has to learn how to live in the world, but not of the world. And sometimes that just starts a bit earlier than others. And I guess one other thing to keep in mind is that we are called to obey the worldly authorities as Christians, right? And, you know, especially yeah. as a student, especially as a student in high school as opposed to university, you know, your teachers are a kind of worldly authority. And even if uh, they are heterodox and they are, you know, opposed to what we believe in, obviously you can't follow your teachers into sin, but you are still called to obey them in just about every matter besides that. So learning how to do that without sacrificing your faith, but also without becoming antagonistic and otherwise bearing false witness to the Christian life is a very important skill to learn. I guess it's like uh, Father Andre said earlier today, where it's kind of like a mosaic. So you kind of just have to take the good things out of everything and, you know, not not take it as bad experience, but just pull out the good things that you can learn from whatever the perspective or whatever may be. Yes, absolutely. You know, try and take the good, but leave the bad. I think it's also important to take advice from people about this, like... I mean, there's so many people who have already gone through the college experience and had these experiences with professors, um, like taking their advice or something like that, like following their directions. I mean, I've also had those experiences. I feel like sometimes it's good to just keep your head down low and follow your own morals and your own like opinions because um, then that won't cause any like external issues. Yeah, yeah, I can understand that. You have to you, you can't compromise your faith, but you have to try and be charitable to people around you. Uh, we've spoken a lot in general terms about, you know, the world around us struggling with that. Do either of you have any particular experiences of uh, something you struggled with and then and how you overcame that that might be uh, helpful for others to hear? Not really, like, speaking, like, directly towards my own issues. I mean, I've seen, like, other people struggle with stuff like that, but not really myself, no. Okay. I haven't either. I've just heard a lot of stories, so, like, kind of going into... Um, looking at what's going to what I'm going to be in that same kind of area in a few years. I'm just like kind of thinking forward. Glad to hear neither of you have had any major issues so far, but it's also good that you're uh, you're going to have them eventually. So it's good to go into that uh, eyes open. So I think you mentioned you were looking at the Orthodox community for college for were you looking at any specific organizations or groups or anything like that while uh, looking into possible ways to connect. Um, I've actually attended a couple. My friend goes to U of M currently, and there's like a couple, I'm, I believe it's called OCF, and I've attended one of their meetings so far, and it was pretty nice. It was a little different than what um usually is, but yeah, I've definitely heard about some programs, yeah. Okay. With the University of Chicago, my priest actually lived a block away from it. A while ago so he knew a professor that went there so kind of we like talked about that and how it would be but i haven't really connected with anyone so. okay and uh, is the university of chicago uh that's not uh, local to your home parish is it is it nearby or no no it's about two hours away okay so if you were to go to say university of chicago one of the challenges you would have to face which many college students that are orthodox would face is you're not going to your home parish every week i assume you're going to have to connect with an entirely new community and an entirely new people Yes. So, um, but I do know a lot of parishes around Chicago and I've been there. So yeah, I know a lot of places around there. All right. Uh, so you both seem, uh, fairly well prepared for, uh, 
the college experience and how that relates to orthodoxy. Of course, uh, no plan survives first contact with the enemy, as they say, so I'm sure challenges will be faced. But uh, you've done a lot of preparation. I'm sure there are uh, many people who might be listening that are considering college uh, that might not have done a similar level of level of preparedness would you have any advice to give them anything specific you think they should do any pitfalls they should avoid just talk to people talk to people who have been in similar situations um have other people that you can talk to about those kinds of situations who will understand you i feel like having a really good support system or community around you is so helpful i've had that for a very long time and i honestly don't know what i would do without it the community that i have right now is great all right uh, good advice thank you uh, any other subjects you uh, wanted to uh, discuss on uh, this matter um i feel like one of my own personal issues i feel like when people start college, especially as like young adults, they steer away from church. And I don't know like the reasons for that because I haven't experienced it yet. But that's like one thing that I'm scared that I would struggle with myself. So I feel like asking help from your priest or talking to people again, just for like that not to happen would be good. Yeah, yeah. I imagine what happens is for a lot of people, you know, there are very many worldly temptations in college. Like U of M especially has a reputation as being a big party school, lots of ruckus parties with fraternities and whatnot. Some people will just get caught up in that and just makes them too distracted from church life. I imagine with other people, uh, you know, you get caught up in that. You feel, and you feel guilty. You realize what, you know, what you've been partaking in is wrong and inappropriate. But you feel too ashamed to uh, go back to church because you know, you feel like you'd be seen in a bad way. And I think what we need to keep in mind here is all of us are going to trip and fall eventually, right? And, and it's all it's ultimately up to us how we're going to deal with that, you know. And are are you going to get back up, or are you just or are you going to sit there and wallow in your own misery? And I think a part of that is uh, just realizing that okay, it's uh, even if you have messed up, you know, that's what your spiritual father is there for, right? Like he's not. Uh, it's you're defeating the whole point of a uh, confession and having counsel of this sort if you try to shy away from it. So just like be understand that there is a, you know, as the I I don't recall which saint said it, but a very good advice that you know you should feel shame when you sin, but not when you confess, right? So even if you even if you have messed up, even if uh, some of the temptations that uh, college life may offer have uh, acted upon you in some way. You know, the important thing is not to allow that to drive you away from church, but understand that, okay, yeah, I messed up, but I'm going to mess up. The important thing to do is reconcile with that and work towards making yourself better. Yeah, there could be also like a lot of different factors, not just like partying or getting caught up in fraternities. Like, for example, college takes a big load of like studying and making time to go to church and like a lot of excuses like, oh, I'll just go next week. Or sometimes even making time to go during the week is really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think ultimately you should pick a day. Maybe maybe not necessarily Sunday if that doesn't work for you, although that would be ideal. And just say, okay, you know, come hell or high water, I'm going to church on this day. Because, you know, the truth of the matter is, as you mentioned, with how busy college is, if you try hard enough and you're smart enough, you can always find an excuse. You know, I can't go you know, I can't go this Sunday. Midterms are just in a few days I need to study. Oh, well, I can't go the Sunday after that because my friend just invited me to a party. It'd be rude not to go, right? And so you just, you need to draw a line in the sand at, at some point and just say, okay, I'm going to commit to this and I'm going to do that no matter what gets in the way. And it, it's going to be difficult, of course. I have, I finished my uh, college, college education already, but there is definitely a lot of temptations there and they can very easily 
influence you even without like the uh the more hedonistic ones just looking at time management alone or simply just getting caught up in the regular day-to-day of college life we've talked a lot about you know finding a community in your college and uh, you know building a support network and all of these steps you should take i guess one thing that uh, we m- might be worth talking about is uh, what if it doesn't work you know what if uh you, know, you sign up for a college you find the local ocf there and uh it's a horrible experience you don't uh uh, you're not a, either you don't like the people there or the time doesn't work. You know, otherwise, you're not able to integrate immediately into the community on the first try. Uh, do you have any thoughts on what uh, college students or prospective college students might do to mitigate that if they experience that? I would get in touch with the people that like I've grown up knowing, the people that I already know have similar beliefs, similar values, and kind of just talk to them. That's always been for me the number one thing is to get it out and get advice from other people who have similar situations because it's very easy, you know, when you're in a different complete place, it's very easy to feel like you are completely alone. You know, there's no one who understands you, but there always is. So I would just reach out to those people and and, uh, talk to the priest that I know that, you know, and yeah. I feel like also a good way to go about this is just to have at least one good friend that um, has, you know, that you're comfortable with, that makes you feel, you know, better, not like uncomfortable or anything. And if you just have at least like one good connection, that could provide a really good like jumping off point to get you more into college and mixing that with like your religion. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. And yes, there are... Uh... Uh, many dangers and pitfalls that are associated with you know modern telecom technology. But one of the advantages is that uh, it allows you to stay in touch with a lot of people that you might not have been able to stay in touch with as easily just a few years before. So if there is a insufficient community or just a community you are not integrating within right away when you first enter college, you can always uh, try and keep in touch with your spiritual father back home if you're going to college away from home. Uh, previous support network because obviously it's not quite the same as uh, something in person but it's uh it's a good way to mitigate while you do attempt to build up your community away from home because if that takes a little more time to do than you expected all right uh that was just about all the questions i had for the two of you do you have any final thoughts you'd like to share with the audience before we sign off i believe we covered everything that we have been thinking about lately All right. Uh, Great. Glad to hear it. Uh, This has been the uh, PVYA podcast. Thank you.